Today's episode is brought to you by Audible. Highly successful and efficient people all have one thing in common. They all read, or at least listen. Now listeners of the show can get a free audiobook when you sign up for a free 30-day trial of Audible. You can keep the book even if you decide to cancel. Go to audible.bluboxdigital.com to sign up today. And now, on with the show. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Think Outside the Blue Box. I'm Anthony Rivera. I'm the lead videographer and editor here at Blue Box Digital. And uh, welcome to the podcast. This is a podcast about creative journeys, uh, the hustlers, the entrepreneurs, the people that are out there following their dreams. And today I got a really creative dude uh, in the house. Uh, he, he dabbles in a little bit of everything, but mostly tattoos. Uh, welcome to the show, Mr. Philly Tattoos. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate welcome, it. Welcome. I'm glad to be here. <laughs> Thanks um, for reaching out, man. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, for sure, for sure. How, like, how did I, you How did you hear about Blue Bucks? I didn't. I just was scrolling through the IG and I seen I seen a video of somebody. Maybe it was on your page or something. I don't yeah. know if I was following you, but I seen it and I just started following the page, looking at the work, going on YouTube, watching the videos, and I'm like, damn. Like I've been in you know two or three interviews, but I was like, this shit, it looks clean. It's legit. I want I want to be on it. Like I want something on there. So yeah, yeah it's yeah. just like I don't know the way you do it and everything. I guess the 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 first impression of mm -hmm. when you watch it, it just works. It just it like catches it, your it, attention, it, it did, man. Like, and I think that's very important when you're doing anything, as far as for music or whatever you do. Like the first two three seconds is crucial. Very to if someone's gonna keep listening or watching. You know, if you put out a song and they hear the first five seconds about oh it's trash, they're not gonna, gonna keep skip hearing it. it. Yeah, yeah. So you can just, have the best ending to the song and they're never gonna right, get to it. Right. So yeah, just looking at the work and I said, nah, let me reach out. It's, it looks good. That's awesome. I I did notice that you're you're following Frankie, Frankie, Frankie X, Frankie X, the rapper. I, I, yeah, I'm following probably. so many people. I just I'll be following people yeah. and I, I'll follow 300 people in a week and then nice. you know I don't know I just that's how I build <laughs> my following and clientele and stuff. So. Yeah, yeah. No, I I just kind of figured because uh, Frankie was actually on here. He was one of my guests. So I, oh, cool. I figured maybe that was one of the. Ones I probably that, started following him yeah. after I watched it. Yeah, I do yeah, that. Yeah. I support, so I just probably clicked it. Oh, that's awesome, man! And now you're here with the the blue and black in the back, and yeah, 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 <laughs> we're gonna yep. make it happen. Yep. So, uh, what? Why? Why Philly? Why? Uh, <laughs> why the name? Yeah. yeah. Why the name? Because I know you. You on your ID, you said not in Philly. <laughs> right. 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 I don't look. So when I started tattooing, um, you from Philly? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. So I just moved here, and uh, I live in Brandon, Florida. Uh, my dad lives in Tampa, so when I was young, like I think from like eight years old to about fifteen, I was always traveling here, staying with my dad, you know, uh, every Christmas, summer. So I just got accustomed to the Florida life. Nice. But then I would go back with my mom in Philly, and I would live there and stuff, and that's just my background. But I always knew, like, once I had kids and a wife and everything, and we decided, like, look, it's, let's just pack up and go. And we've been here the last two years and a half. Nice. So yeah. Um, again, as far as for the name though, uh. I don't know when i started tattooing that's when ig kind of blew up like 2013 or whatever 
12 and i needed a name so i went with philly tattoos and ever since then i just never changed it i even moved to florida and i'm like damn (laughs) should i change my name to florida tattoos now and it was just like i don't know i'm just everybody knows yeah it's just like it's just i don't know i don't i don't change it so every time someone sees me or come in the shop i'm here for philly and it's like oh you yeah even friends people i meet on the street it's like they don't even call me here by john they just say hey what's up philly because i'm from philly so it just works (laughs) it sticks it works and i'm cool with it i don't want to change it i don't want to change the name even though i tattoo in florida it's fine i'll just keep it like that (laughs) it works it works i'm cool with it uh so you you grew up in philly then yeah yeah, yeah, grew up in Philly uh, my whole life uh, until I was 25, and then I kind of moved. I was living here in 2018 for six months, and it didn't work out. I was living here by myself. The wife and kids were back at home, and oh, I was gotcha. trying to, you know, work things out with the tattooing. I was trying to find a place to stay. I was trying to, you know, and it didn't work out, so I went back home. And then, you know, we kind of got everything together over there, and then when the time was right, we just came back. Well, I brought everybody, and we just made it happen, yeah. basically. Yeah, I mean, it's it's tough coming here by yourself, man, and then leaving family behind. Well, thank God I have a little family here that definitely yeah. helped me. If oh, it wasn't okay. for, you know, I have a, a brother also who lives in Valrico, so he welcomed me in his home with open arms, you know. Me, my wife, my kids let us stay there as long as we needed to wow. until I got, you know, my, my feet, you know, planted in the ground, and it worked out, you know. After four weeks of living in my brother's house, we had got a job, we didn't got a car, we didn't... I got a place to stay, yeah. and everything worked out. It just it worked out exactly how I wanted how it to. How it should have, yeah. So yeah, I'm that's blessed. awesome, man. That's awesome, and you brought your family with you, so that's good. Yep. You're here to stay now. I'm here to stay. I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> I don't even want to visit Philly. Yeah. I'm, I'm good. You're done with Philly? Uh, yeah. No, I'm not done. I love my city, but I'm just like, I'm, yeah. I'm here. I'm happy. I'm fine. Stress-free. Yeah. Stress-free. Yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Stress-free. I love Florida. Yeah. <laughs> Florida. So yeah. what, what got you into tattoos, man? What, what was it about tattoos? I know like a lot of tattoos artists start like drawing. Were you like a big, yeah? So big that's drawer? where it starts. I mean, I yeah. guess that's I never did good in school, and I was always cutting class or just not showing up. But even when I did go to school, I was always just drawing. Like I was just it didn't matter what everybody else was doing i was drawing and the teacher snatched the paper and i'll get pissed off and now i'm really not doing nothing because i was just working on that paper for half an hour so i don't know just i was just drawing was always my thing and then uh i was 15 when i got my first tattoo it was i was just walking down hunting park which is an area in philly a bad area i was walking down hunting park it was me and my friend i think it was the summer of i was about to go to ninth grade about to go to high school i was only 15 years old and this guy was walking with a book bag he was like hey i do tattoos and whatnot and i don't take just cash it could be you know uh video games or a playstation whatever you know i do trade so he was like okay cool we're young we don't have jobs so but we got stuff to trade yeah so he's like all right cool yeah let's take your number i'll ask my mom whatever i went home i asked my mom i begged her she was like all right fine if he's gonna come here you know if you're gonna give him something cool i'm not gonna give you no money to do it and i was like "Yeah, yeah cool so we worked it out. He came to the house. He tattooed me. He tattooed my brother. He tattooed my mom. You know, my mom's against all that oh, stuff. Damn. So just to see somebody walk into my house, tattoo me, my brother, my mom, mom. get a plate of food, have yeah, a good time, and make a couple hundred bucks and leave. I was like, that's what I want to do. do. Like, when I seen that happen, <laughs> I was like, so I started showing him, you know, drawings and stuff. I'm like, hey, man, what do you think about this? And he was like, yo, that's great. Because he couldn't draw. He could just stencil. He could nice. just copy. So he can stencil anything on you, nice. but he cannot draw. So he was like, hey, you want to come with me? Everywhere I walk, just come with me. You draw them, and I'll tattoo them. I was like, all right, cool. Two weeks go by. We're doing that. And then I was like, hey, man, you know, 
uh, I want to get into the tattoo. It's been two weeks. I'm not making no money. He was like, all right, cool. I'll, I'll buy a new machine. I'll give you mine. So he gave me his. He bought a new one. And then I'm following him everywhere. And then that's how the hustle kind of started, just tattooing people in their homes and walking everywhere and just kind of building that, the, you know, the talk and the presence to, hey, how you doing? My name is John. I do tattoos. And just, I don't know, you know, everything kind of built up. But he was on drugs and he started taking advantage and really just. Advantage of you? Yeah, just advantage yeah. of me and like my equipment and started taking my stuff and or or just asking me for money or trade things for just teaching me he just did he feel like like you owed him because i don't know if he felt that way but i know that he was on drugs and and he needed you know more than i could offer so i had to kind of cut him off at that point after like a year you know just being with him i kind of cut him off and i just did my thing you know in high school i was the kid that was tattooing everybody you know kids me in school oh you do tattoos can you can you do a tattoo on my arm somewhere where i can cover it my mom can't see it we'll go to your house right now i'll pay you right now (laughs) so i was that guy messing everybody up in school no that's cool that you that you at least had that kind of mentor that kind of took you under his wing even though he ended up you know yeah (laughs) even though he was going down the wrong path but i mean he did also give me an opportunity to do i think if it weren't for that whole thing that happened i probably wouldn't be making a living yeah this, so. at least with the tattoos yeah yeah so yeah. it it worked out too that's so. cool before you got into tattoos what what was your like north star i know you you were kind of like into the art or whatever but yeah so i don't know i'm always always uh entertainment type of kid i always like movies and acting my mom would try to take me to like acting auditions downtown um, I was always into music. Uh, I was always into like boxing, mixed martial arts. Uh, in elementary school, I started boxing and I was doing it for like four years, all through middle school. And then I started smoking weed and I started getting into the streets. I stopped boxing and then I was kind of like back and forth with it, back and forth with it. And, you know, there, that's a whole nother subject, the whole boxing thing. And like before I moved here, before COVID, we was about to go pro. Oh, I was about man. to go professional. And then COVID happened. And then so I was just training my daughter. It, it's a whole long story, but it didn't work out and it did work out yeah but i mean it's it's whatever so yeah just growing up i just had a lot of different hobbies like i was just call music for me a hobby uh even tattooing was a hobby it just ended up being a career for me yeah um i don't know i just yeah i was just an entertainment kind of kid it just liked to be on stage like to be on camera like to be known spotlight. yeah i like to be that spotlight person yeah. it's just me but <laughs> i just yeah so you you actually make music yeah 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 so Right now, probably have about $10,000 in studio equipment. Nice. Um, but that was all through time. Like, I started in yeah. 2012 doing music, and I started off with a little laptop, headphones, a little microphone, and then just kept working my way up every year, just added another grand or two in it. And it just ended up manifesting into a nice studio, um, home recording studio. Back in Philly, I used to do it in the basement. I would have a whole bunch of, you know, random guys come over. But after having kids and a family and stuff like that, I'm real private with who Mm -hmm. I bring around me or my studio. I'm real selective with that type of stuff. But, I mean, if I'm working with you, then that means you're a good guy and I could probably trust you. I don't work with too many people either. So Yeah, no, that's good. You got to be picky, man. Yeah. It's your your image too, man. You got to maintain. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So how did the blue box thing? I was just gonna how say, the name come about? I was just gonna say like the the your story of kind of building up slowly. That's kind of how this came along or this came about, man. It's just I started with a single camera, 
And it just kind of like I just kept building and building and building like every, every own, time, like yeah. not intentionally, but exactly. just little by little, it just kept building. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like every every little thing that I would do, I would get a couple extra bucks. I would go buy another microphone or another lens or, you know, like little shit. Just and then just fun. after. Yeah. After a while, I just looked around. And I was like, shit, bro. Like, <laughs> I got like, a damn, studio. I got a whole podcast in here. Yeah, like, I got a studio. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's cool. But yeah, the blue box. um, Honestly, like, I don't even know where the name came from. I was just on GoDaddy one day just looking for name ideas for my business, and I just kept typing stuff. And We've all been there. Yeah, man. <laughs> We've all been there. <laughs> just see what's taken, see what's not taken. Yeah. It's funny because uh, blueboxdigital.com was actually not how I started this. It was .co because it was cheaper like dot, the dot com was like three grand and you gotta do what you <laughs> yeah. gotta do you gotta do what you gotta do yeah so i started with the dot co because it was cheaper and and you know i started building i made the logo i made the you know the company i started doing that and then people were making the mistake of adding that m at the very end instead of dot co they would put dot com and it wouldn't go anywhere i would lose emails i would lose business i was like i just gotta pay for it man yeah but it worked out right it worked out we're here all right there you go <laughs> we're here it worked out it's legit yeah. now. Three yeah. grand. It's legit. It's now. legit. It's I got legit. the dot com, right? <laughs> it's legit. Yeah, that's good. But yeah, man, and now you're here. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm here. I gotta show your, your logo here. <laughs> yeah. Nine line tattoos. Yeah, so I'm tattooing in Riverview. Um, about ten minutes where I stay. It's in Riverview on three oh one. It's called Nine Line Tattoos. It's run by a veteran and his one of his good friends named Matt. So I tattooed with two guys who are phenomenal. Uh, one guy named Big T, who's the veteran, and the other guy, is, uh, his name is Matt. And, I mean, one guy's a beast with lettering and coloring. The other guy's a beast with, with realism, portraits, faces, and stuff. So just Everybody having, has a specialty. Yeah, I don't. I'm, no. I'm like the bring whatever's in front of me and I'll do a type of guy. But, like, oh, cool. they're kind of really mentoring me and putting me under their wing, too. They're They're, like... Having that, you know, once, you know, I hated my job. I just started tattooing again recently, three months ago, four months ago. Oh, good. I had I wasn't tattooing for a whole year, two years since I moved here. You got a regular job. I got a regular job. <laughs> I, I had to, you know, yeah, I had yeah. to to yeah, make yeah. a living you to get a place. Somehow. I had to make money and got comfortable doing that. Yeah. And then I started working for some dude and I was, you know, uh, fixing ovens, working for a company called Turbo Chef and working for a guy named Mike who just so happens to live right across the street get out of here I swear those big houses over <laughs> yeah, there he's, he's that's there. one of those yeah damn so yeah i'm pulling up here i'm like yo it's funny I, mike lives right here like i can walk to his house and knock on his door like hey what's up so uh yeah so i was working for him and i don't know i just felt like i was taking advantage of and i was i hated my job i just hated my job when you hate your job you kind of hate your life yeah. you come home you bring that energy you're not in a good it mood. It bleeds into everything. Exactly. You wake up pissed because you got to go to work. You come home pissed because you just came home, you know, late. So I called the tattoo guys up, called the shop. I went over there, talked to them, had a, you know, a sit down. And they were like, you know, you're a good fit. And I, I like their vibe. And, you know, I said, yeah, like, I'm going to make it happen. I'm going to work here because they were just those type of people that I knew having them in my corner was going to make me a better artist. Most importantly, it was going to up my quality of being an artist. And I was going to, you know be there to help them if they needed me for anything we're a team we're a unit so i like i wouldn't go to any other shop or work for anybody else i'm not knocking tampa or any other artists around here like i respect you you're you're good cool that you um, found your spot but this is my team and that's what i'm gonna rep yeah. for you know every convention everywhere i go is nine line that's nine cool line. man I, I like how you you go from like mentor to mentor like people just take you under their wing man i love it 
Uh, like they see something. I used to always you. watch YouTube. I, I would be in the basement for forever. My wife can tell you I'm just always stuck. I was always stuck in the basement, just smoking weed. But I was always filling my head with knowledge, just watching videos and videos and videos of my craft or business owners. And I, I saw a video where this rich guy said, "If you want to be successful, you have to have successful mentors. You have to find as many mentors as you can that are all successful and take every." piece that you can from the weather if it's a guy that owns a dunkin donuts hey how did you get the you know he's the owner or something you're the exactly yeah. what did you do to get here because i'm trying to follow those steps regardless what i do even you like yo how did you do the podcast yeah. like how all right what steps do i have to take to do that i love having mentors and people who are good at what they do because it, it just helps me so you, you have to surround yourself with people who are a little bit higher position than you are because it's kind of, it's kind of like they pull you up with them exactly almost. it's like when your parents used to tell you hang around a bunch of bums you'll be a bum yep that kind of thing. So yeah. I know that if I hang around a lot of successful people, sometime I'm going to be successful as well. Yeah. Yeah. And then you, you end up learning stuff, even if you don't want to. Yeah. Right? yeah, yeah. So exactly. It's like you put you, yourself. You got, you're going to pick it up regardless because exactly. you're around it. You get accustomed to You put yourself around that in kind of environment. It's going to rub off. It's mm -hmm. going to rub off. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah. So that's mm -hmm. why I started the podcast, man, to get entrepreneurs, to get the people, the hustlers, the people that are, you know, like you yeah. said, that are higher than me. And yeah, man. And also have a good time too. Doing yeah, it. exactly. Have fun conversations, build exactly. connections, and, and 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 hopefully inspire other people that are out there trying to do what we do. You know, there are other tattoo artists that are don't think they can make a living out of drawing. You know. Yeah, trust me, uh, you can. Yeah. I've seen <laughs> bad art, bad people cannot tattoo, but they still make a living, and they, you know, they still survive. It's so. funny you say that because I've seen like on tv like I'll, I'll watch that i'll be like, like watching tv commercials and stuff that are shot horribly and i'm like someone got paid to do that someone literally got paid uh, to make who's that who's called the professional <laughs> yeah. who they call professional yes and it's on tv right now like yep. i could do that <laughs> exactly exactly yeah i was always that type of person too and, and i've never had help and i'm sure you probably fall in that same mm -hmm. like i've everything i want to do i never had help doing it Nobody, even with the music, it wasn't like, here, John, here's, I have a studio, I have this, that, and like, no, I had to build it on my own. Uh, music videos, I bought a camera, the software, I had to start doing my own music videos, do my own music covers, do my own flyers, do my own- Learn it all. Off beats, uh, audio mixing it, to doing all the effects, to distributing it, to like- The whole thing, the yeah, whole, being the whole, the whole, whole, The whole label in one, because you have no help. I didn't have any help and I wasn't gonna pay. Yeah. yeah I didn't have money to just yeah. do that, so I had to do it on my own, so yeah, just- I'm pretty sure you're probably the same way. Like anything you wanted to learn, you were probably going online. Like you, bro. I, I went on YouTube. I looked it up, and I, I I bought so many courses online too. Like anytime I want to learn something, I'll I'll hit it, bro. Like like this is what I want to do, and this is what I'm gonna do, right? Exactly. <laughs> Just and fill your head with with that information. Just surround yourself with it. Exactly. Yeah. Eat, sleep, and breathe it, and you'll get there. Sometimes they, you got to be insane to be successful sometimes you really do. because you have to be like <laughs> tunnel vision that's all you are supposed to think about you're supposed to do it all day long and it's kind of hard to do that when you do have family when you do sane. have kids yeah. you do have other <laughs> things in your life but if you do want to be successful that's with a boxer or anything like they're in the gym every single day they eat right every single day it's not they don't take it's breaks. not part-time yeah. yeah it's not part-time it's like listen like you know so they 
don't see their family much. They don't see their kids much. They travel a lot, but it's for the bigger picture. Like, you know, sometimes that, that's why I chose going back to tattooing because I wasn't around my family much. I wasn't around my kids much and I wasn't even making much money. So it's like, what am I doing? Yeah. And, I'm unhappy. and why are you doing it? And like, I'm unhappy. Exactly. It's like, I got to just get up and go. So once I went back to tattooing, it was like, okay, now I'm more free. I'm my own boss. I can pick my own schedule. You know, I can do my thing, charge my own prices, you know, just... And now I can breathe again. Yeah, I can finally enjoy Florida and I can enjoy the kids. I can enjoy nice. my life, enjoy things like this, you yeah. know, where I don't have to call my boss like, hey, I got to call out because I got to go to a podcast. Yeah. Like, I don't have to do that no more. Yep. I just do what I want. <laughs> you want to be on a podcast? Let's just put it on the calendar. Yeah, exactly. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, it's funny you mentioned that, dude, because um, a lot of people don't know this, but I have a family. I have two kids. And it's like, I, I do find that balance now, now that I control my own time, you know, like ever since I started this company, it, it's, it's been, yeah, it's been busy. I've worked quite a bit more than I did when I had a full-time job, but it's on my time. Like I could do it when I and want to. And you have to, control of it. And I have control over it. Yeah. I, I can turn clients down if I want to, you know, it's like, exactly. I can make my schedule the way I want it now. Exactly. And if I want to, you know, if I want to take my kids to Disney world, you know, I don't have to, Hey. Let that's me, the best the feeling. Yeah, that's I the best it. feeling. I mean, they, they, as soon as I got the job at the tattoo shop, it's the same thing T told me. He's like, listen, man, this this job, this money is like a faucet. You could turn it up all the way and you could slow it down. You could turn it off completely and just chill, take a week off. It's mm -hmm. like it, you open it as much as you want to because you have control over it now. So, you know, but yeah. I mean, I guess that's good that I, like you, that. I know that you said you kind of work a little bit more now yeah. than you used to, but yeah. at the same time, you're doing something that you feel I'm as though is worth it in the long run. Dude, I'm doing something that I love. Absolutely love. Like this is not, this is not work for me. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. There you go. I found it. <laughs> there you go. Um, Money I, can't make me happy. So yeah. I know like certain people was trying to offer me money like even before i left that job he was trying to offer me more money hey, oh, i'll give you 20 i'll give you 25 dollars an hour it's like dude I, that's not what it's you're, about you're killing me though it's yeah. like the money doesn't it, it doesn't matter it's, forget the money i don't care how much you're paying me my life is you know i'm being taken over by your company i'm making you rich and i'm sitting here hating my life yeah forget the money i'm fine i'll go There's back to tattooing reason. i'll go back to a struggling tattoo artist yeah. before i get paid a lot of money to be unhappy there's a reason why they're begging you to stay and paying you more money is because you're making them quite a bit more money than what they're giving you <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah i've seen all those receipts i oh, was yeah. the one you know giving them out i was nice. going places and fixing them and here the bill's two thousand the bill's fifteen hundred my tech don't look like that in thirty minutes in thirty minutes i'll wow. fix it thirty minutes here you go two two grand fifteen hundred and i'm wow. not making a dime off that no. not a piece of commission i just get paid by Just the hourly hour. yeah no way bro and I'm driving no three hours down that way. You're the hour. one putting in the work. I was putting in all the work. And he's living right there across the street yeah. in that mansion. You know, <laughs> half a million dollars. Back. He's just laying back, you know, <laughs> buying nice cars. And I'm I'm here. Here I am pissed off at the world because I'm not making, you know, because my life's a living hell. But yeah. it is what it is. You know, I try to tell people, like, you have to start somewhere. So, yeah, it does. It, it you, there's no other way to to do it there's no other way to put it you can't just get up and go somewhere and think i'm gonna just open up a business this night you have to build yourself to that and even if you have to work under if you want to be a boss sometimes you have to have a boss first learn the ropes learn what he knows and then you can take off and do your own thing respectfully you know you don't have to take nobody's clients you don't have yeah. to you know i can open up my own tattoo shop but i'd rather work with the fellas because it's just it feels like home. Yeah. They're it's friends. More collaborative. It's collaborative. Yeah. It's fun because yeah. it's a team effort. 
I don't like doing things by myself. I was never like, I don't, I hate being a solo artist. Yeah. I wish I was part of a group. I like to have a bunch of people with me. I'm just like a team type of player. And that's, I guess that's how you have fun. Like, like I said, $10,000 in the studio equipment is cool, but when I'm by myself, it's no fun. Yeah. It's like, I like to have people over. It's like, hey, look, yeah, you want to use that? You want to do that? It's like, it makes it it's fun. It's more it, fun, yeah. It's more enjoyable when, you know, so same thing with video games. You're not going to yeah. play by yourself. You like playing with your friends. and you, So I, I feel the same way about everything else, whether it's business or, you know, whatever I'm doing, I like to do it with others because it's just, it makes it more I think that's what draws people to have jobs, man, is that community, is that going to, to work and seeing these people every day that eventually become your family. Like, I don't have that, you know, like just me working by myself. The, these are my friends, right? Like the people yeah, who yeah. come into the podcast. For sure. So For sure. But yeah, it, it, I, I think that's what kind of draws people to, to get a job. And there, I mean, there's no shame in having a job, like a regular. Oh, not at all. Especially if you enjoy what you're it's doing. It's an honest living and there's nothing wrong with that. And I've told people like if this fails one day and, you know, it's, well, for whatever reason, that I'll go get a job. I yeah, don't care. listen, I was struggling. I was working at Dunkin' Donuts, and mm -hmm. I was doing that for years. I was working at Dunkin' Donuts and tattooing. I was working for all these companies that weren't giving me anything. It, but, you know, with three kids, I was living in my mom's house with my wife and my three kids, and I was working at Dunkin' Donuts. But you have to do what you, you got to do. You can't just sit yeah. on your butt. You have to get up. You mm -hmm. got to make money somehow. And you have to struggle to know what real success is and, and kind of know, you know, like, all right, I'm good now. Like, I went through the storm already. If you don't know that feeling, then you will, you don't, you won't know how to manage money. You can't give a million dollars to somebody who's never worked a day in his life they'll who blow don't it. know the struggle. Exactly. Yeah, they'll, they'll blow, blow it. it. They, they won't appreciate it as, as if somebody that actually earned that million dollars. So, if somebody give you a million dollars, I bet you it'll last you a oh, lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think yeah, it's probably going to last, last oh, you a lifetime. Yeah. Uh, the same thing with me. Like, give me a million dollars, trust me. And people talk all this crap nowadays. Oh, a million dollars, that's not a lot. Oh, trust me. Give me a half a million. Give me a hundred thousand. Yeah. Trust me, I'm going to be okay. Yeah, trust me. Right. I'm okay now. <laughs> yeah. I'm okay now. You give me a million, trust me, I'm going to be fine. I'm not going to blow it. I've seen that over and over, man. I, I actually had a, a friend back in the day that won, like, a pretty big uh, a lawsuit. It mm. was, like, an accident or something he got into or whatever. And they gave him a pretty big settlement, and he went on a shopping spree, man. He bought a truck, he bought the cars, he bought, all that guy, bought a house. And then when the money ran out, he couldn't afford the, the gas in the truck. He couldn't afford the the, <laughs> the, the taxes on the house. He lost it all, man. And Dang. it's like it's like you said, like you have to go through that experience to know the value of what you're getting. Yeah, to appreciate what you have and to know, you know, that life is, is, is serious. You got to know, you got to have an end goal, too. Some of these people don't have a goal. So they just get this lump sum of money and they don't have no goal. They don't have mm -hmm. a vision of what they want their future to be like. So they just go out and do whatever. And that's how they lose it all. But I've seen it. I've seen it happen in high school. I had a friend who same thing, had a lawsuit, I think from a bus hitting him or something like that. Seen him go buy a brand new Impala. Didn't last a week. He totaled it, crashed yeah, it. Now he was walking here. back to school. He's like, dude, you got this. You had got 15 grand, bought a car you and crashed it. And now you got to walk. Oh my God. I would have bought a hoop default. I would have yeah. bought a thousand dollar car and pocket the other fourteen. I would have been See, straight. That's smart. Now I would have been straight. Now I would have been driving to school. If it breaks, cool. I'll go buy another buy one. Another I still one. got fourteen yeah. grand. Who cares? You know yeah. what I mean? That's the way to go. That's smart. Now I go buy a new car because you want to impress. He impressed the girls for a week, <laughs> and that was on the bus again. 
right next to me again. <laughs> he was right next to me again. I'm like, damn, what happened to the car, bro? I was like, oh, total day. Oh, shit. Yeah, now you're fucked. <laughs> but it, it happens. You live and you learn, I guess. Yeah, exactly. I've totaled cars, you know, before. Well, one car. Let's not say cars. One car. Yeah. My first car, I've definitely totaled that one. Yeah. Luckily, I haven't totaled. Thank God. Car, right? Yeah. He said, luckily. And that's crazy because Florida has like the highest rate oh of like God, accidents. Yes. Insurance is crazy up here. And I was on the road for a year, you know, driving. That was my job. Drive to this place, drive. So every day, accident, accident, you would see accident, it. accident, yeah. accident. I've, Dude, I see it. I see it all the time because now I'm, I am traveling. Like I service the whole state of Florida. So I'm constantly on the road and I see it all the time, bro. Every day. I it, see it all Almost the time. doesn't go a day without yeah. you seeing at least one. Yep. Or, or your GPS four. telling you that there's one up yeah, ahead or yeah. something. You may not see it, but your GPS will tell you. Like, it's it's going on. It's out there. I'm just waiting for it to happen to me, honestly. I told my wife, I told my mom, I was like, listen, I'm waiting for somebody to hit me because I know it's coming. It's going to happen. I know yeah. it's coming. I know it's coming. <laughs> so I'm, I'm bracing myself now so I'm not too upset when it does happen. Until the day that all cars are self-driving, we're going to, the human error is going to be there. Yeah, true that. <laughs> true that. I don't think I'll. I'll put my life in a car's hands, though, but... You say that now. <laughs> yeah, you're right, you're right. Pay half a million for a car or something. You're yeah. going to let like, Rolls Royce drive me around. Oh, I yeah. guess so, yeah. You, you're right. <laughs> when the cars prove themselves, like, they can drive you, you know, safely. Yeah. Hey, we was talking about that earlier. If Alexa can't even answer you when yeah, you talk right. to her, I'm not going to trust the car. I'm not about to trust the car to drive me anywhere. I, I wouldn't trust Alexa to drive me. <laughs> All right, yeah, let's put it like that. I'll trust Siri before Alexa. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> She's more serious. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, self-driving cars are coming, man. Oh, They're I know. They're coming, and I, I honestly think that driving a car is going to be a thing of the past. You think? I think so, man. You, you might not see it now because, I mean, everybody drives now, but. I don't it's know. I flip. think I don't know. I, I, I can't see that because cars flip. is like luxury. It's a it's a privilege to have. It's a luxury, and I think rich people or anybody in general can appreciate a nice car. And it's is nothing better than driving. Maybe that you know, the like luxury car market's still gonna be there. Yeah, it has to be. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. You know, you got car collectors. You got rich people. All they yeah. do is buy cars, and it's just I don't know. It's just. I don't see cars going anywhere, but I do see, like you said, less people driving. Mm -hmm. It'll probably be more drivers. I more think having a driver's services. license in the future is going to be a luxury. I think if if you if you can handle a car, that you you have to be some kind of special person that you know. A luxury? I don't know. It depends because how do you said. There might be cars out there that'll drive you self-driving cars, right? So why would you need a That's license? That's going to be the standard then. But why would you need a license? You're not. Yeah, you're not the obligated. vehicle. Yeah, it's kind of so, like New York. Living in New York, you don't have to have a license because you don't need one, right? I didn't know that. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah, people that drive the, or ride the subway every day, they don't have a license. My cousin lived there for a while. He he just let his license expire, and he doesn't even have one anymore. Yeah, <laughs> he just has a just a government issued ID. That city's overpopulated. It is. That's why it it's is. just overpopulated. You yeah. why have a car? You're not gonna drive anywhere. Exactly. You can't even drive anywhere. You can't. <laughs> So there's no parking anywhere. There's no parking. Yeah, you'll never park. So yeah, I mean, Philly is kind of like that too. I mean, yeah. when I moved here, everything's so spread out. But Philly's like townhouses. Yeah, everything's like fifty houses on one block. So yeah. you imagine if there's fifty houses on one block and there's fifty cars, we're all not gonna fit. Yep. So somebody, a lot of people driving, parking across the street or around the block, three blocks up. 
people fighting over parking, See, people putting parking already. cones on their spot <laughs> when they leave. Damn. Yeah, I've had people. I've we even started doing that. Oh my! Listen, I'm shoveling this snow. My parking yeah, spot. my parking spot. Leave, go to work, come back. <laughs> Nobody better take my spot. But I get you towed. <laughs> yeah, you gotta do what you gotta do. I guess I don't know. The hood is crazy. I don't know. Philly, Philly for me was just crazy. I've been through a lot. I've done what? What part of Philly? North Philly. North Philly. Like, yeah, I don't know how to explain it, but just North Philly, like Northeast. I'm not that far from the city, but I'm in the hood, like hood, hood, like crackheads every day. I see oh, them. I damn. live next to the gas station. I had people break into my home. I didn't. Now, I didn't. Break, break this down for me. Like, what's the difference between West Philly, North Philly, South Philly? Like, I don't think there's too much of a difference. No. <laughs> I don't think there's too much of a difference, but I, I wasn't really raised in West Philly or South Philly. I'm t I just know just about North, North and like North my Philly. side. And I know that my side is probably the worst side oh, of damn. West or the, I don't care what part you go to. If you go to North yeah. East, North Philly, you probably in the worst part. I, I had the best block. My, you know, my mother, my parents provided the best, you know, area and house that they could. I definitely did grow up very privileged. Like a lot of the kids I grew up with or went to school with, they didn't have what I had. Like my dad was a veteran. You know, my mom was a hardworking woman. Back in the 90s, they were making well over, you know, 90s, early 2000s, over $60,000, you know, together. Oh, and back in those days, that was a lot of money. Yeah. You know, my both of my parents had brand new cars. We always, big TVs, video games, whatever we wanted, trips to Disney World, and we're in the hood, you know. Nice. And I was trips to Disney World two, three years in a row, oh, you know. Shit. So for a kid, that was huge. Like, my dad built an underground pool in the backyard, like, in the hood. You know, my, nice. my bathroom had a couch in it. My bathroom yeah, he was... made it happen. My bathroom was like this, couch, all that. So, you know, when I go to school people come up to me like hey man i heard you got a couch in your bathroom i'm like how do you know that <laughs> and they're like oh because steve told Word me steve. Gets around. yeah i'm like yo so i was that kid who was like privileged everybody come over to my house and they you know damn you got your own room you got your own tv you got games you got this you got that it's like damn man you're you lucky took that shit for granted i took it for granted yeah. i did not listen to my mom not one bit <laughs> i took it for granted i was just that kid who was privileged and had it all and i had friends who would just stay all night like okay man i'll see you tomorrow and they're like no i thought i was gonna sleep over and i'm like what bro what? you're not staying here like <laughs> you still got your school uniform on like no but yeah go I was, home please yeah i was lucky i was lucky um uh, but as far as for everything around me was all just bad like yeah. bad i mean y'all go outside there's people smoking a rock right there oh, you walk shit. to the chinese store they're smoking in there the chinese people are, they sell the pipe to the, yeah yeah the chinese store sells the pipes to the crackheads and they let them smoke in there so you can go in there order food and the crackhead will be right there smoking, smoking a, crack. just smoking a rock right there. <laughs> hey what's up young blood it's normal like i never looked at Damn. it no type of way it was the norm you know yeah i'll give him some change here you go and he keeps smoking his rock and doing his thing you know like i don't know it's just i mean drugs everywhere you know um easy to get your hands on a gun i mean kids uh, i've had friends who were shot i've done seen people shot i've I done seen you know brains like i've i've witnessed a lot of shit Damn. that definitely opened my eyes and, and, and helped me realize that leaving philly was probably the best thing i could have ever done because i was headed yeah i mean growing up around that you're you're a product of your environment so right you like, get accustomed to it you yeah. just it, it's it's not like like we it. like we was talking about earlier you hang around a bunch of successful people you'll be successful but if you grow up around a lot of people crack who heads. hustle crackheads people who do drugs or sell drugs you're probably going to be nine times out of ten you're going to be one of those people yeah and i was you don't know any better you know even though i was raised with good parents like i've i've probably hustled a little bit you know 
for somebody. I hustled my little weed here and there for myself, but I wasn't big on that. I wasn't yeah. big on gangbanging. In Philly, we don't gangbang, first of all. Let me put that out there for anybody in Florida. <laughs> we do not rep colors. We don't gangbang. It's just areas, like blocks. Like, we are, I'm a Fifth Street boy. Like, this is where I grew up on Fifth Street. So, everybody, on, this is our hood. This is where we rep. That's, like, that's all it is in Philly. There's no gangs or, like, colors or bloods. Like, there maybe is bloods. I've, ne I've never I've never met one. Yeah. Or not a real one at that. You know, there's people who may claim whatever, but it's yeah, like... I'm sure it's everywhere, but... Like, come on, bro, stop. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so even though I wasn't too much into the streets, I, I was hanging around a lot of people who were. A lot of close friends of mine were those street guys, were those guys who were selling drugs or carrying guns, shooting guns, robbing places. And, you know, I was hanging with them because, they, you know, I've known them all my life. Mm -hmm. Or we went to school together, and they were just cool guys at heart. But a lot of those guys didn't have what I had. A lot yeah. of those guys that were doing that stuff, his, you know, my friend who got shot, his mom was on drugs. His dad was dead. Uh, he didn't have no mentors. He didn't have no parents to watch over him. So he got, a, you know, the streets was his family. People would say, you need money? Here's some drugs. Sell it. Make you your money. Do your thing. And You don't know anything else. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have You're nothing else. So he had to take care of himself. And I've watched stuff like that firsthand, you know, friends, family, cousins who just had broken homes, parents were on drugs, sprung out, you know, they didn't have nothing. You know, me and my brothers, whatever, would give people clothes or shoes, whatever. You know, if we give them away TVs, here you go, man, people appreciate that stuff. Like, it's just, it's, it's hard coming out of Philly. So I know a lot of people or a lot of people I know in Philly watching me transition and move to Florida and build a new life. A lot of them probably look at me now like, oh, he's bougie or he think he's like, nah, bro, I'm not. I just... I know there was more to life than just Philly or where we grew up, you know, and a lot of them, they're so accustomed to it and so used to it that they're scared to make that change because that's all they know. All they, they've never even took a trip outside of Philly. They've never that's been to the all, beach. Yeah. They've never been to Atlantic City. Damn. So all they know is Philly, Philly, like, oh, I'm going to die here. No, I'm not going to move to Florida for what? I don't know nobody there. I've You know, this. so they'll that's never the leave. Yeah, that's the point is to meet new people, to be around a new environment. Right, yeah. right. So for me, I knew I knew that was the point. For me, yeah. it was like, no, nah, this ain't it. Like, this ain't it. Something's got to change. Two months before I moved here, they were trying to break into my house. Get out of here. Literally, three in the morning, cameras going off. I, I, I get woken up. I hear, like, doors fiddling and... You know, and I so I get up, I open the, the phone up, and I see the dude right at the front Somebody's door just trying to open up on drugs, whatever, probably just trying to open up the front door. He's going through the side door. He's going through the backyard. So I get up, you know, I do my little thing, grab the gun, go to the front, open the door, you know. Didn't shoot him. I checked him, you know, hit him with the gun. You just kind of woke him up, scared him. Like, look, and, bro, somebody and, lives like, here. Yeah, like. listen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my son is here. My mom is here. You know, either you leave or it's, I'm going to have to do what I got to do. But it is what it is, you know. But that was an example to show my wife, to show my mom, like, look, this is why we're leaving. Because yeah. things like that, we can't even live comfortable, can't even sleep without somebody trying to trying break me home your or take your radio in your car. So, yeah, Philly, um, I love Philly. I'm a Philly guy at heart forever. But uh, there's yeah. more to life than yeah, where you, yeah, yeah. you grew yeah, up yeah. yeah even for florida even if you grew up here in tampa like there's mm -hmm. more to life than just tampa they, you visit los angeles go to hawaii go to places and travel and different you might, cultures different different, different cultures and areas you know the people that are accustomed to you know change like i don't know i think people maybe accustomed to tampa would love places like 
Philly because they're not accustomed to that. You know, I got a lot of friends here who be like, man, let's go to Philly. And I'm like, no, we're not. No. no. And they're like, come on, just for, I just want to see the bike life. And da, da, da. And I'm like, no, like we're not, no. there's nothing to do there. We're just going to stand on the corner. There's nothing to do. There's no beach. There's no lake. Nothing. There's nothing. It's just the hood. It's just crackheads. <laughs> That's it. Yeah, it's just crackheads, the neighborhood. Like, it's, there's nothing there. And they're like, man, I want to see it. But for them, it's like they've never been there, right? Yeah. So they same it's thing with Philly. Yeah. Philly, they're like, oh, Florida, man, it's nice out there, right, John? It's like, yeah, it is because they've never been here. So yeah. it's just like, sometimes you got to take a leap of faith and at least visit, at least go somewhere and check it out. And if you don't like it, you don't like it. At least you've been there, you tried it, right? But you can't. Yeah, don't get stuck where you, where you were born, man. I, 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 the what you said kind of resonated with me because I've I've actually met people that have never seen the beach ever. Like they just are born in this, Bubble. like yeah, like in the middle of the United States where there's no beaches or anything, and they never travel anywhere. They they only experience what's inside their little town, and it's like there's so much more to life. Than yeah, that. yeah, for sure. Uh, I I think life is uh, you know what you make it, but definitely like I was always that traveling kind of because my parents were always mm-hmm. traveling and stuff like that, so. I'm the type of person that like would love to get an RV and travel the world with my wife and just like as soon as my kids are older, let's just not have a house and let's just travel let's just and go. just live here for a year, live there for a year and just live life. And just yeah. we only got one, we're gonna die sometime. Exactly. Like, I'm, I'm gonna die one day. Yeah. So. When you, when you're ready to settle down, then you can be a little bit more picky about where you settle down. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's funny you, you mentioned the the whole Philly thing. Have you seen Bel Air the show? So I'm a '90s baby, but I never was really into the show. Obviously, I know of it because no, nah, you talking about you talking about Fresh Prince. Oh, so you talking about the movie? The, no, the new Bel Air show. No, like it's, on, right, no. it's on Peacock. No, no, it's like a remake. It's like a remake of that show, but it's it's more serious. It's more like drama than comedy. So it's not like a reboot. So it's not like a remake. They're it's kind of like a remake. Re- but they they use a completely different cast. The the you know. Um, uh, like yeah like a completely different cast completely is it like a modern thing. it's just more of a modern yes. like more of this like time. a modern day okay. drama version of the fresh prince and it, it's funny you mentioned that because when he comes when he goes to 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 bel-air his philly friends are like oh no nah, bro, bro you're bougie now you're it's it's yeah. kind of like exactly you what see? you were saying yeah they look at you a little funny they look at you different yeah and it's like oh you you lost philly man you're not from philly anymore and it's like no it's that's like, not what it is it's yeah. like dude like i was telling you i love philly i will forever rep philly i love philly i love my city but 25 years there it's time to move on yeah I'm, 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 i moved on so yeah but people do I'm sure they do it here. You know, yeah. if you leave Tampa, they're probably going to say the same thing. Oh, you went to Miami. You're not a Tampa person now. Yeah. What's going on? It's like, dude, no. Nah. Like, <laughs> the world is huge. You know that, right? It's like massive. So, yeah. So what about you? You staying in, in Florida your whole life? Yeah. You staying here? Yeah. Well, I was born in Puerto Rico, and, and I kind of resonate a little bit with your story because I did kind of see the the crime and the, the stuff that I was kind of growing up around, mm-hmm. and I'm so glad my parents decided to move here. Like we we moved specifically to Tampa when I was like thirteen or fourteen, so it was it was pretty early. But okay, yeah. If I would have stayed in Puerto Rico, man, I don't I don't know. I probably would have ended up dead or in jail or you know. <laughs> and for Tampa, even a lot of areas in Tampa, let me just say, being a little bit mm, hood, you mm-hmm. know, because Tampa is probably the most hood around here. Yeah, you know, like oh yeah. But even that hood, I don't think is as bad as a hood in Puerto Rico or oh. a hood in Philly. Mm-mm. I don't think it's that bad. It is bad. I'm pretty sure you got oh, some I'm shooters. Sure, I know yeah. you got drug dealers and stuff like that. But I don't think is like somebody moving from the hood in Philly to the hood in Tampa. He's living in paradise. To him, it's going to be like, 
grass palm trees whatever like yeah you got your hood people but the area still looks good though yeah you know it's not graffitied all over you know so i don't know i I think florida is just like yeah it's either florida or los angeles just as an example like the the people in the hood here have bars on their windows we don't like up here we don't have bars on the windows in puerto rico everybody has bars on their windows because they have to (laughs) it's a different mentality man it's like it's like you said you just got to worry about people breaking in all the time and it's yeah yeah exactly yeah it's a different vibe it sucks it has to be like that but yeah it is what it is i'm 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 on the verge of buying my mom a gun right now and she lives here in florida she doesn't need one but she's you know a woman and but since i moved here i haven't carried mine not once yeah i have my license to carry i haven't you don't feel felt the need. The need. Yeah. I've never felt the need <laughs> to ever carry a gun here. And I'm not, I'm not saying that nothing bad can ever happen to me. I'm not saying that. Bad I'm things just, happen everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I'm not cocky. I'm not confident or anything. But, yeah. I'm just saying that the vibes that I get out here, I never put my, I never put myself in harm's way in the hood. So I wouldn't do it here. Yeah. So I yeah, really exactly. don't feel a need to carry a, a weapon with me. Yeah. At all. Just not here. That transition is everything for me. Yeah. Like the new life. I just live a good life now. Just blessed. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you're blessed too because oh, you're doing dude. what makes you happy. Yeah, you're yes, not sir. working that nine to five, killing yourself. Like I hate my damn job. Yes, sir. I used yeah. to wake up in the morning stressed out. I hate my life, dude. I remember. I, I remember one day I was driving to work and I was stuck in traffic and I, I was looking at the guy next to me and he was doing the same thing. He was just kind of like a zombie, just sitting in his car, just waiting to get to work. And I was like, "What is this? What am I?" I've doing? been there so many times, and it's always the drive home. It's yep. not more so the the morning. I hate the mornings, <laughs> but it's always the drive home where you're just like. Yeah. I can't stand this. Like, like I can't do this anymore. Yeah, <laughs> like when is it? When am I gonna really just go off and do my thing? I think sometimes we're, you know, it took a long time. I dealt with that job for a year, was unhappy for a year, and I was scared. But I think when you have responsibilities, it's just not easy to get up and. and yeah, yeah. It's never easy you to just, just get up and, and do. Yeah. So I think I give a lot of props to you know our parents and stuff like that for. Making helping sacrifice. us, making yeah. those sacrifices so that we can get away from those areas. We can get away from those bad influences and stuff like that. It definitely was not easy. It was not, it could have went either way. Mm-hmm. I could have, you know, moving down here wasn't easy. It would have been a second time me going back to Philly, but thank God it worked out. Yeah. It yeah. I'm surprised out. you came back even after that, that first time you went back to Philly. Yeah. Well, I was dying to come back. Yeah. I, 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 I couldn't wait. <laughs> I was like, I regretted dying. it. I was dying. I had to go back to Philly. My wife was there. My kids were there. Yeah. So I couldn't just say. Oh, so it wasn't that you were unhappy with Florida. Oh, no, was, not at all. Okay, no, okay. I was here for six months by myself, but it was a challenge because I didn't see my kids for six yeah. months. I didn't see my wife for six months. I didn't see my mother for six months. I was just sleeping on my brother's floor <laughs> for six months, working at Wendy's, walking to work and walking home five days a week, Monday through Friday, faithfully. And that was like two miles up, three miles. So I was walking six miles a day, probably doing over 20, 30 miles of walking every week Get out of here. for six months, walking to work, walking, you know, to the bar every weekend because I didn't have nothing to do. I didn't have no friends. My <laughs> wife wasn't here. My friends, I didn't have, you know, so it was, you had to meet people somehow. it was a roller coaster. <laughs> it was definitely a roller coaster and things didn't work out. And it was just like, not going to happen for my family to come. I, I couldn't make it possible. So, you know, going back hurt a little bit, but it was it was fine, too, because I was dying to see my wife. And it was kids. worth it, yeah. So it was just... And now you're here with... Yeah, her, and, and so. that, going through that, definitely, it was like going to jail. It was like, it, or to the army, or being deployed. It definitely, like, showed me how important family is. That separation, having yeah. that partner with you every night and having your kids with you, like, it just showed me how important it is and 
you know, I had to go. I felt as though like that was necessary. I think God put me in that position. I don't think it was meant to work when that happened. So I'm fine with how everything, you know, yeah. worked out. It made you appreciate your family that much more. Yeah. And appreciate the journey. Appreciate yeah. coming back a little bit more, working harder and yeah. actually knowing like, what right to now expect. I want to be here with the family. So now right. I got to work. And yeah. knowing what to expect. Like, okay, I've been there. I know yeah. where the DMV is at. I know where to get my, I know where to do this, do that. Now I'm familiar with the area and things like that. So it was worth it. It's, That's it's, cool. That's cool that you have family here that kind of helped you in that in that journey yeah too, man, I, I, I it wouldn't have been possible yeah i was gonna say like yeah. just going to a new city by yourself like literally just you it wouldn't have worked out tough. it wouldn't have i would have been homeless it wouldn't yeah. have been possible <laughs> like yeah i would have been homeless i would have been homeless um it wouldn't have never worked out but thank god for my brother you know like he he was like my dad you know he's when my mom and dad split up he was always there for me always watching over me he would do anything for me I can get kicked out of my house today and say, yo, I need somewhere to stay. And he's going to welcome me with we'll, we'll, yep. we'll open arms. And he doesn't have to do that. He doesn't. He has a wife and kids just like I do. Yeah. He has a job just like I do. You know, so sometimes, like, I appreciate that. Like, I keep people like that very close to me and I'll do anything for him. I'll do yeah. anything for my mother, for my for my family. It's a big sacrifice, man. That's not easy. Yeah. I, I, it's not. It wouldn't be easy for me to yeah. allow my brother and his wife and kids just to come in. Yeah, here, take just, my kids' room, yeah. sleep, just go that you know for a month, you know, or or you don't know how long. Yeah, you don't know if it'll work. Definitely, out. yeah. Some people get too comfortable and stay a whole year, and now you got to kick your own family out. <laughs> yeah, it's happening. It's like, All right, bro. It happens. Uh, let me help yeah, you. Yeah, it's find like a place. yo, when you gonna move out? You know, <laughs> you know. So I was, I wasn't trying to wait for that to happen. So I just, hey, we got to get our stuff together. Like, yeah, yeah. We, we, he allowed us to stay here, but the, the end goal is to have our own shit. He helped us so that we can hurry up and get our own stuff. You know, but yeah, it was a blessing. He's a blessing. Man. He probably I love springboarded my, you. You know, he's, he he supported me, helped me, motivated me. He did it, so I knew when he moved here with his wife and kids, it was like I could do that. I like, could do that. My brother left the hood. Why can't I? Like yeah. I can do that, and it worked out. And he's like, I'm gonna help you. Like you want to do it too? I'm gonna help you. And boom, I did it. Moved out. My mother came with me. She didn't want to stay in Philly by herself, so she came with me. She lived with me for two years, and then she went ahead, got her own apartment. Now it's just me, my wife, and kids, and then my cousin, my little cousin, who I grew up with. Literally, we grew up next to each other. Now is my next door neighbor at my apartment complex. Nice. So now I just got family and cousins just trying to move <laughs> over here. Like, yo, like John did it, Oz did You're it. You were the cousin. example. Yeah, we were like examples, and now everyone's just following. You know, coming down and making everything happen. So yeah, no, oh, that's cool, man. It's working well, I'm out. Glad you're here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I gotta sure. get a tattoo from you, bro. Like, oh man, I only have one tattoo on me, and I don't. I'm not a huge fan of it. <laughs> we all been there. I got the. <laughs> Oh man, not the <laughs> Chinese. Got, I did. I did one you. of those like this week too. That's crazy. You showed me that because I did one of those this <laughs> yeah. week, and the kid was telling me like, "I hope it doesn't say something else." Like, yeah, I hope it says this. And I'm like, like it doesn't say jackass. Or yeah, something. enter at your own risk. You you pick it. I stick I don't it. speak this language. Like you're just giving me some characters. Yeah. <laughs> like, so this is what you're into. Cool. I got yeah. you here. I'll make it happen. Yeah. The funny thing about my tattoo is that it, it's not a language it's so it's the symbols <laughs> kind of like it's symbols from a movie it's actually transformers uh font okay yeah i took the transformers font that they use in the in the movie oh. like they created their own their own language i guess so i took that and oh cool i made a tattoo all right that, that's so. cool see but that's that's cool yeah. i think that is better than getting me getting some chinese letters yeah, on my name yeah, yeah. on me like that that's cool yeah. because it's and it actually, says evolve 
yeah, I'm yeah. a huge proponent of evolution, so that's, I, I want to fix it up, though. Like, I, I want to, like, create some kind of design on there, not just letters. Yeah, sometimes for me, I like doing things that are more creative than it looking aesthetically pleasing. Like, mm-hmm. for somebody to bring me something, it could look a mess, but if, like, the message behind it is good, and he created, he drew, and he's like, listen, man, this it has this, meaning. It has yeah. meaning. It's fun. It's nice. It's like, I like to do that type of stuff. Like, yeah. I had a girl bring me a design that she drew. It was her boyfriend's phone number. She wanted her boyfriend's phone number tattooed on her, right? Really? And and but she she did it to where she did like every number had its own design. Like the number was there, but it was tricked out, so you couldn't really tell what number it was. That's cool. Only he and her knew what number. When they explained it, I kind of it was like a Da Vinci Code. I kind of but that was cool. And she, when she cool. brought me the design, she was like, "Here, I want this." Do you want to change? And I said, no, I don't want to change any. I love it. I like the idea. I like that you drew it. I, I like, like how it's personal. I like to you. yeah, it's personal yeah. to you. I love the con. I'm not gonna change a thing about it. Like let's do it. And she said that the the shop that she went to before me, the guy wanted to change it all completely. He wanted to change it completely. He was charging her overpriced, and he was like, look, this is all we got. And da da. And he pissed off. He threw Get the damn paper at him. Well, if you don't want me to do design, here you go. Threw the paper at them. Whatever. They came to see me. They were like, hey, what do you think? I said, let's do it. Let's keep it just like Done. that. Yeah. They were like, I only have 150 bucks. I'll take it. That's I'll fine. Let's it. go. Let's do the tattoo. I got you. I'm going to make it happen. And she, she loved it. That's it, awesome. It worked out. So, yeah, like for me, I like doing things like that more than just like the money or like a crazy detail piece. Like if it's something meaningful, it's something that you really, really like and it's going to make you happy. Like that's what I want to do. It's about the art. Yeah. yeah. It's the craft. Like there you yeah. go. Like it's making that change or like I think that's the same thing with music. It's like don't just make a song. Like if the song can touch a couple people or make a difference, then that's like a record. Now, now that's a personal mm-hmm. like that was fun making that. It's not, not just, just a track anymore. Yeah, yeah. It's not just a track anymore. Like. You know, this for you is not just a podcast anymore. It's where people can come and vent and like creative people and motivate other people to do the same. I'm sure there's people watching your podcast like I can make my own podcast, too. Like he did it like I can do the same thing. And look how clean it looks like. I'm sure, you know, it It can be done. It take it took a lot of hours (laughs) of manpower and watching, you know, how to do things, how to connect stuff. I I went through all that. Yeah, you'll you'll see. And then you're watching the videos and you're watching new ones and tell you, don't buy this off of Amazon. Please don't buy these (laughs) microphones. And you're like, shit, I just bought one. I just got one. But, you know, yeah, like, man. But I mean, I think the journey, I think that's the most funnest part when you're making something is the building process of it. And then once you're done with it, it's like on to the next. But like even my clothes line, I had a little clothes line. It's called Murder Everything Supply. And it's on Instagram on, um, at Murder Everything Supply. And uh, it was cool. It had a nice design and I did some nice stuff, but I kind of just did it for a little while and then stopped and never took the page down. Same thing with the music. Like, I've been doing it for years, but I don't put 100% in it. Yeah. Tattoos, I've been doing it for years. Didn't put 100% in it until I made it an actual professional career and make a living. Now I have no choice but to make it professional yeah. and go 100%. But like everything I ever did was just fun. It was just a hobby. It was just like, I'm going to go boxing because it's just what I like. Like nobody forcing <laughs> me to do it. I can stop when I want to. Like I'm gonna do music because I like it. I'm gonna spend ten grand because I like it. That's yeah. it. If, if something happens, great because that's the end goal. But if it don't, I have fun doing it though. Yeah. Like, 
So I'm sure the same thing with you. About the process, yeah. Like, you have fun doing this. Like you say, I work hard. I work a lot of hours. It's a lot of hours, You're it's with, fun hours. It's fun hours. You're with your family, though. And yeah. I'm sure the Instagram is going on, DMs. Yeah. People are like, yo, man, can I get it? And I wait, I got this guy booked for this day. You're going to have to yeah. wait till that. You know, but you're at home probably on the yeah. couch just chilling. Just watching TV. Yeah, yeah. but you're still working because yeah. you're still engaging with the people who want to engage with you. So it's still kind of like working. Um yeah, but you have just, fun doing fun. it, yeah. so it's worth it. It's it, a fun. It's a fun job. It's a. F- it's fun work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. I I know that because even when I had my last job before tattooing, I, the job I hated. When that dude used to text me or call me while I was at home, he would mess my mood up. I was like, oh, it's like, oh, not job, not work again. Damn. Like, but with tattooing, it's like my guys hit me up. It's like, oh, damn, what's up? What's up? What yeah. you need, bro? What you need? All <laughs> oh, that tattoo? Yeah, that looks nice. It's like because we love doing it. Yes. So it's like for it's you, like, like you were saying, like oh, I can, you could be at home and people are hitting up your DM, but it's like you love doing it. So mm-hmm. it's kind of not like work. Yeah. You kind of shut it off. Like you said, kind of turn it off, turn it on when you want to. Exactly. You don't have to respond. Yeah. The I, fact I that make you my do. Own schedule. Yeah. Yeah. So I appreciate you having me on here, letting me come and just vent because yeah. that's just, like you said, it's a yeah. free space. Just <laughs> come here, be yourself, vent. And yeah, I, lo- I love talking to artists, man, because we have a lot in common. No matter what you choose to do with that art, like for you, it was drawing, it was tattoos and stuff. For me, it's video. For other people, it could be you know music, something else, whatever. But it's 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 all we all have that same thing in common of the love of what we do, man. It, it's that passion that that drives you have everything. To. Yeah, yeah, you you have to, or else why do it? Like, or else there's no point in doing it. I mean, yeah. That's everything, like. My wife doesn't cook for me because she has to. She does it because she likes cooking. Yeah. You know, I don't make her cook. It's like she does it because she likes because she's at home cooking right now. And yeah. I didn't ask her to, but she's doing it because that's, that's what, what she, she likes does. to yeah. do. She likes to cook because we can eat out. We can order out. But, you know, so I think that's very important. But no matter what you do, if you like it and you love it, then the money will come. The success will come. You know, like people that. always tell me like, oh, like I want to do tattoos, but I'm worried about if I'm make like, don't worry about the money. Don't worry about that part. If you like what you do and you get good at your craft, trust me, the everything else, come. everything else. Yeah, it's, it's going to come. Bro. It falls into place. It, yeah. It's going to come. Don't be desperate because that's when it doesn't. People come. can smell it. Yeah, they're going <laughs> to smell it. And it's not your stuff is not going to be quality because yeah. you don't like it. You know, you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Yeah. You know, so like. Yeah, you're doing it for the cloud or the numbers or yeah, or for the money even. Like I don't even do mu- this for the even money. music nowadays like everything's going in a bad direction in a good way but in a bad way too. Like nowadays you don't have to when when it comes to music, you don't even have to blow up because you're good at it. You don't you don't a lot of these dudes don't blow up because they've been working on this craft their whole life or because they're actually good MCs or they can write good records. They blow up because they find a way to attract attention on social media about humiliating themselves. And then when they get that buzz, then they start to take the craft serious because now they have the following. They become themselves. And they, you see people like, they damn, change. why did he change? Yep. Two years ago, he wasn't like that. Like, no, you're seeing the real him. He couldn't be that guy when he first came out because you wouldn't have listened to him yep. and you wouldn't have watched him. But he made a fool of himself now that he got the attraction. Now you see... You know, like the Island Boys. Yeah. These guys, they they do things that I watch them. It's like, I can't take that serious. But it's all for the numbers. It's all for the viewers. It's all, they know what they're doing. They oh, yeah. they know they're, they're playing around, but they're yep. going to act serious because that's just part the of nature. The game, that's yeah. part of bringing the attraction. They have to have something special about them or else why watch them because they can't rap, really. They can't. They can't do shit, They man. can't they're, do, yeah. They're not like 
artists. They're not artistic, yeah. really. So it's like they have to find a way to be interesting. And that way is causing problems on social media, talking shit, acting gangster, looking tattoo, the way they the do. image, yeah. you know, building your image, not being who you really are, but you build that. It's like a brand. It's whatever you do, clothing, whatever you build a brand, you're going to build something aesthetic to what everybody's going to look at and be like, damn, I like that. You know, but deep down inside, you probably hate it. You probably like, damn, I wish I'd have changed it. But yeah. because they like it, I'm going to just give them what they like because or else I'm not going to, it's not going to go nowhere. Right. Yeah. So it's like, I think that's, I think like the way things are moving, even movies, like you can see the movies nowadays, everything's CGI. They don't do the manpower like back in the 90s and 80s where everything, if a, if a building blew up, it was an actual building that they built. A practical building, yeah. May not be and a full size, it. but you know, mid-size yeah. building, actually on set, did it. Nowadays, it's like they cut so many corners, yeah. like oh, they have the CGI guy do it's it. It's about the numbers, man. It's, it's become a business to the point where the art takes a second, second spot to the, to yeah, the yeah. money. It's, it's to the, a passenger seat. And yeah. yeah. Yep. For and it's sure. all it's all about brand recognition. When's the last time you saw a movie that was a hundred percent original? That you've never seen the story before. Like it wasn't that wasn't a sequel, wasn't like something that was remade from the eighties. Like people are just milking it now. Yeah, man. yeah. You don't. All you see is reboots, remakes, reboots. Yeah. They just it's recycling. They're yeah. just recycling things and making it modern now. It's like not about like you were saying about the Fresh Prince, that Bel Air thing. Mm -hmm. Like they just they it's, it was it's, it's been here. They just repackaging it <laughs> and just changing it up a little bit for the viewers, and that's it. They're gonna make their money and keep going. They're not mm -hmm. gonna build a new show. Not, yeah. Why? They can just grab this, just restore it, it, yeah, and boom. Another couple million. <laughs> it sucks, but it, it is sucks, it, yeah. it's how the world is just moving right now. Like, especially music. Music is just going down the drain. Like, music, yeah. Music is going down the drain. You got a few really special people, but you know that's like Drake. Mm -hmm. You know um, the big guys. Yeah. Yeah. Post Malone. Those type of guys. Yeah. Like those type of guys. You could. See, I could see them being around twenty years, thirty years. But I can't see no Island Boy being around. 30 years i don't see no like uh i don't know like all those like little peep i don't even know the all those boys are still a thing i, I don't know if they are <laughs> no i mean they're a thing they're yeah. making money they're making money they're I'm a thing sure. and and that's cool like i respect it i don't knock them for it i really don't they like, figured it out man. yeah yeah like they have no i talent. was on i was on live with, with, with one of their buddies and, and he was telling me like yo why do you think people hate us and i said they they people hate you because they hate the fact that you're where they want to be and they want to be there too and they want that spotlight they'll do anything for it they're just upset that out of everybody you got you're it. the one that made you're it. the yeah. idiot that got it you just so happen to have you're the it. talentless clown that yeah made so it. it's like you don't have haters because you're good don't think that you're good don't think that you got haters because you're a crazy mc my god his music is good no they hate you because for some reason you're making money and your music is trash and their music is actually good and they really work on their craft but they don't make a dime and they don't have recognition. You know, there's like, you got those people that yeah. I've been doing music for 13 years, 15 years. Nobody knows who I am. Yeah. And here are these guys just started doing music two months ago, tattooed their whole body, and now million dollars. Boom. Yeah. There you go. It's just like a slap in the face to real people, the, the real they're artists that put in the work for that craft. That's why I said things are kind of taking a turn in a bad direction. Music and a lot of these watered down like shows and movies and actors. It's just everything's kind of entertainment itself is going down the drain yeah so i think like we gotta that, it's that, more about commercializing now 
Yeah. Yeah. Instead of you see that with artists too. Yeah. Like they come out raw at first, and then they just go the commercial lane, and yeah. they kind of just change after. They that. fall into the into like a specific lane, and yeah. Yeah. They they well the industry will put them in a box. Yep. And then they kind of have no choice. It's but how to stay they there. commercialize people. Yeah. Like you gotta with females too the image with mm-hmm. them you know like you women nowadays gotta have a big butt. You know, big titties and a pretty face to kind of be successful, right? With music too, like you don't really see an ugly chick who's killing the music game. She's fine as hell, right? Yeah. Always, right? She's always fine as hell. It's an image. It's like even if you got a voice, and the and the label likes you, and they want to put a couple million behind you, but they gonna say, ah, do you mind doing your butt though? Now, do you mind getting a little bit, little bit, tuck a little bit, or, yeah, a little yeah. bit lip filling, a little bit. Yeah. This is for the image, you know. Mm-hmm. It's for the image, you know. And they got to do it. Or if yeah. they don't, it's like the career or the image. Which one, you know? Like, do you want to make money? So, I don't know. As like I was saying, man, the art just takes a back seat to, it, yeah. to everything, man. Yeah, it does. The image for real nowadays is everything. It's everything. I think the image is everything. Yeah, it doesn't matter about quality anymore. Like your podcast can be terrible but if you have the best camera in the fucking world and that shit looks crisp they're probably gonna watch <laughs> yeah. just because how clear that shit it looks, looks clean it's clean as shit like <laughs> music like you can have the shittiest voice but you got the best auto-tune in the world it might make you sound okay like listenable like you can yeah, listen to yeah. at least live you'd be like no this dude's <laughs> no. trash but like yeah just i think yeah. technology equipment nowadays is like that's taking the front seat for your craft yeah it's replacing the talent it's replacing the talent <laughs> yeah like we don't care how good you are are you going to a major studio is your what what are you using you know what cameras are you on what microphone are you using that's what they care about yeah. they don't care about how good because your song could be amazing but if it's bad quality and distorted nobody's gonna listen nobody's to it nobody's gonna listen he could have said the hottest he could have said some shit drake would say but no one's gonna listen to it because it sounds bad though yeah so i don't know i think but Success nowadays is built off of that, like just making sure that everything you do is looks professional at least, right? You know, you my tattooing and shit. Even now, jumping back into it, I'm buying all the latest new machines, all the latest new like needles and ink and stuff like that. Can't use the shit I was using ten years ago. Yeah. Nobody's using that shit. Although anymore. you could, but, although you could, but the tattoo but, may not look like yeah. the new shit now because everybody's using new stuff. Now. Yeah. So like the the music videos I used to make, I can't do that now with the same camera. It's gonna look bad, and it's gonna look bad for me. That's why I took down a lot of my mm-hmm. music videos. I took down a lot of my music because. First impression is everything. Like I told you earlier, when I first seen your video, it took three seconds and I was already like, I'm Done. sold. I'm sold. Done. <laughs> but like if I leave all that old shit I used to do 13 years ago and people, if I say right now, yo, go listen to my music and they go find 10 years old, old stuff, shit, yeah. they're like, he's not good. But yeah. that was me 10 years ago with old, poor quality. I do it now, it's going to be like, oh, damn, it sounds all right. You're like you know. People that appreciate the craft, though, they appreciate the journey. I, I've noticed that too, man. If you go back and, and look at my first music video that I ever did, it was bad. <laughs> yeah, I've been, I know. But, I, but you know what, man? I, I leave it up there because it shows how far I've come. And I, I've had that discussion with people where they say, no, just leave it up there, man. Yeah. Leave it because it shows progression. It shows it like how you were and where you at now. And I, and, I, and I dig that. But the way things are moving, how we're talking about the future and everything and the image being everything, yeah. first impression is everything. Yeah. So I, like, I've seen a lot of a lot of artists, especially on Instagram, they took down all their old stuff. They only leave like the top six or seven, mm-hmm. you know, the recent posts that just kind of shows what they've been up to recently. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. So for me, it's I'm all doing about the same. that image. Yeah. For me, I'm doing the same. I'm wiping. I'm just, you know, 
I live in a new place now, so it's a clean slate, and I could be a rebrand myself as an artist, mm -hmm. as a person, and have a new audience and just just fresh, fresh start fresh for me. Start, just yeah. a fresh start for me. You know, my my quality's better. I'm more knowledgeable now about business, about how things should go, and I don't know. I'm just in a better place. I think everything's just for me is just uphill now. A lot, a lot of the guys that I talk to too, they they do that. Like once they're ready to actually hit it seriously, they'll rebrand. They'll like change their name and yep. change their logo, and then just leave that stuff in the past. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Which is they don't want it to taint the new stuff. Exactly. You know? <laughs> it's sad that it has to be that way because I do. There's a lot of people that do, like you said, appreciate the craft. And I've had the people, journey, I've yeah. had people who said, "Yeah, John, don't take that down. Don't take that song down." But it's like, bro, I have to because I'm trying to build a following. But everybody, I'm, I'm telling them go listen to my stuff, and then when they do, they they're listening to the old stuff and oh, not the new shit, stuff yeah. and now they don't even <laughs> want to listen to me no more because they think i'm sound the same you know yeah. they don't think i evolved as an artist and it's just it sucks that it's like that it sucks yeah. it has to be that way like it, it just really sucks but a trick that uh my cousin who's actually an artist his name is o dollars he has music you know everywhere just kind of like me but i don't really do music like anywhere he's more of a serious artist he's the reason why i kind of jumped in music because i was watching him do it and i'm like dang you can do it i can do it right so um he told me, he's like, listen, John, from now on, every new project you do, new song you do, whatever, make a new name. Like, act like you're a different, or just put a new name, a new artist name on there, and boom. You do another song, put a reggaeton song, and put a, your, like, make a new reggaeton name for you as an artist, and throw that out there. Don't put your name, because like now they're going to look at, if they see you put out a song, a new reggaeton song, they're going to be like, no, nah, we listened to John Da Vinci five years ago, he was trash, we're not going to listen. But if I put out a new name, they don't know it's me. Yeah. They might take a listen to it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, so it's like little tactics. Like a fresh new artist. Yeah, yeah, little tactics like that. It's just like just mess with the audience a little bit. Soldier Boy used to do the same thing. That's yeah. how he built his clout. He was on LimeWire back in the day. LimeWire, LimeWire, right? <laughs> he would he would put crank that on there, but he would title it Fifty Cent uh, at meet me at the club or whatever, right? And people would download it thinking they're downloading thinking Fifty Cent. That's funny. But they hear you, and it's like that's it's <laughs> tactics. It's it, yo, it's smart though. It's so smart. That is so cool. It's so smart because if you would have put Soldier Boy crank that, no one would have downloaded it. Yeah. Like he was there strategic, like right? Yeah. Or they probably heard something of his in the past and wouldn't give yeah. him a chance again. So he had to find out a way. Like how am I going to have people force them to listen to me? Like wow. so, I'm trying to you find. Get creative with yeah, that. you got to start getting creative with that because people nowadays is like, and and music right now is moving so fast. Like you think you're good now, but then people get tired of your style and they mm -hmm. move on to the next. Somebody else comes out and now they're listening to him for three months until they run him dry. Somebody else comes out and it's just like it's oversaturation. Yeah, people yeah. bounce from artist to artist. They listen to you now, but then next month they're listening to somebody else. It, so like music is like. It's because of technology too, man. Because before it was like you had to go out and physically buy the CD for this there person. There you go. I remember now that. it's like, yeah, <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, like going to buy Snoop Dogg's album, yeah. Paul Wall's album, Eminem's album. Like you would physically had to go to the store. Like you had to have some intent and man. find the album because <laughs> yeah. sometimes it's sold out. Yeah, you know, find the album and you gotta look for it. But now, bro, like you, you have the entire world at your fingertips, and that's why it, it's created that kind of like jumping from one artist to the other because you can now, like you don't. Yeah, have they're to, overwhelmed with music. Yeah. They're overwhelmed with because and, you and have, movies too, movies, TV shows. There's so many streaming services there out go. there. It's become so saturated. There you go. It's just so much content now. Yeah. I think it's content overload now. <laughs> with everything, with, yeah. with, with everything, I'm talking like even what we do, like podcasts, yeah. tattoo so shop, tattoo podcasts. artists. I mean, you like. 
it's so much to choose from that you get to the point where you go with anyone. You're like, all right, mm -hmm. you know what? I'm just going to settle with this tattoo Fuck shop it, or yeah. a tattoo. Because it's everywhere you look, there's yeah. one there. So who do you trust? Like, how do you, you have to give somebody a try. And it just waters everything down. Like you said, back in the day, you wanted to hear music. You have to listen to what you already have or go buy a new CD. Nowadays, it's like... Or just too. go spend a few hours at the record shop, just kind of listening yeah, to new yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just breeze through new music or whatever. But nowadays, it's like YouTube. You just go on, on like, mm -hmm. I'm skip, skip. You're just going through song. You can go through a whole album in five seconds now. Yeah. You can just skip, skip, skip. I don't like it. It was trash. And you didn't even listen to the Nothing. dude's whole album. Yeah. It could five be the seconds. best thing. Yeah, probably a really good album he worked very hard on. Probably put a lot of money behind it. And nowadays it's just like skip, skip, you could skip. just skip, skip, skip right through. It's just it a tap away, you know. Just but <laughs> back in the day, it was like you had to buy the album and you had to listen to it because you paid your hard. You paid fifteen dollars. Your mom had to give you fifteen Hell bucks yeah. for that. So you would sit there and appreciate the whole album, even if it wasn't. Even if you only liked one good song that was on the radio, he only had. But you Hell appreciate no, you the enjoy whole the whole album. thing. Yeah, Cause, yeah. Because so, yeah. I don't know. Life, life, it's life. A little is, different. Life is moving too fast. Like my kids' generation is gonna be crazy watered down oh it's yeah not gonna be nowhere near how i grew up yeah or like I, I, but they're I, not they're not gonna know the difference so true it's like oh they will because they're gonna call me old school <laughs> yeah i'll oh, yeah. look at my dad he's listening to old school oh, music. yeah but it's like this was real <laughs> craftsmanship you're gonna, be, you're gonna become the old guy back in my day we used to right. listen to yeah, this <laughs> this is you don't know nothing about this right here this, my mom used to listen to this they're like, what shirt is that? that I had to go to the mall and actually buy the CD right. and bring it home. I had to go to home. Walmart. I had to go to Kmart. You don't know about Kmart? <laughs> yeah, they shut that JCPenney, Kmart. My God, all these Toys R Us. There's no more Toys R Us. There's no, no more Hollywood Video, Blockbuster. It's uh, all gone, man. My God. It's, yeah. Social media <laughs> and all this shit. Just, the landscape has changed. He said YouTube TV, Netflix, yeah. uh, Peacock. What did you say earlier? Peacock, 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 yeah. Hulu. Hulu. They just fucking all these streaming services and stuff is good. Ridiculous. It's good for us, like content creators, because now we have so many more avenues to show our our content. But it's like, it kind of dilutes it, like you said. It, yeah. Like, if you're only on Peacock, no, like, then ninety percent of the people don't even have Peacock. So it's like, how do you get your stuff? Yeah, it's it's different. Yeah, the, this getting successful and anything you do nowadays just comes more with strategy and strategic things on how to market and promote more so than anything else yeah. like it's just marketing and it's promoting marketing, and yeah. knowing where audiences come from and knowing how to like engage with the and audience yeah like what do they react to yeah yeah like what what do they like searching up what's what's the hot topic what's the hot trend today or like what are they searching on google right now how can i reword this so that every time they type this in i pop, I up. pop up yeah you know it's just like those little tactics networking with people like this and going mm -hmm. on podcasts and like your viewers see my stuff my viewers see your stuff doing things like that um that just really take your your craft your business to the it next level it makes you level. stand out yeah it makes you stand out you have to stand out nowadays you have to be special like because it's not about skill anymore or like what you do there's a hundreds of podcasts why would yep. they listen to yours like what's special about blue box so it's just when they watch you now and they see how you engage with your audience, see how you engage with the artists and how you make us feel comfortable and how you just have this comfortable environment that when we walk in, we see how you take it serious. Like, then he's serious about what he does. It's like, that's what makes you different because there's hundreds of guys that just buy this Amazon shit, buy Amazon microphone, put it in his living room, make a podcast. I got a podcast. I now. got a podcast. podcast. But it's like, <laughs> yeah, but is that serious though? Yeah. Like, did you really like... Are you just doing it just to do it, or are you are you serious about it, and you really wanted to make a what's special about yours? Like, 
I don't know. Nowadays, you just got to be special. Yeah, you got to stand out. Like, talent is, like you said, I couldn't have said it better. I would have never thought of that. But you put it, like, in a better perspective for me. Like, talent is secondary nowadays yeah. to everything. It's yeah, the secondary. art just takes a back seat. Secondary. Uh, that sucks, man. But, you know, we're, we're still here. We're creating content. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Trying to stand out. For sure. We have to. Yeah. We got to. And we're going to keep standing out until we just get tired of doing what we love doing. And until y'all be, get tired of me. Oh, there you go. Yeah, <laughs> there you go. When you guys we stop watching, then, yeah. <laughs> Which they won't because we're going to make them keep watching. Yeah, That's yeah. it. It's about the marketing, man. It's about the marketing. Like you said, it's doesn't matter what the content is if you yeah, don't market just, well, it. I'm going to take these. Yeah, take as many I'm as you want. I put one on my PlayStation. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> I put one on my computer, like my studio and shit. I got just stickers. Every yeah. time I get a sticker, I put it in my studio for some reason. So yeah. I like, love stickers, man. My laptop's all covered in them. My laptop, too. <laughs> yep. There you go. So, uh, yeah, definitely. This is going on it. My daughter is uh, uh, her skateboard. She covers her skateboard mm -hmm. and cool, all cool. kinds of stickers. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So what's it? What's next for you, man? What what's coming up for? Uh, well, for I'm I'm still working on new music, um, to to put out because I haven't put out any, I haven't distributed any music in uh, what over a year or two years since I was yeah. in Philly. Like, so I'm definitely trying to work on that now that I have more time. I'm more happier. Like, I'm definitely going back to the music thing, and um, just trying to build this tattoo career to to as high as I can build it, man. Like we're we're thinking about relocating to St. Pete, making a new shop in St. Pete. Okay. Uh, got a convention coming up in St. Pete, uh, I believe next in July, I believe, um, which I will post on my social media. Um, yeah, just trying to do conventions, trying to meet up with new artists. There was some dude that I met uh, on Friday. When we had the Friday the 13th special, I did like 15 tattoos. I was just like overwhelmed with people, right? And, uh, and this guy sits down and I started doing his tattoo and he's like, um, hey, well, you lived in Florida for a long time? I'm like, I've only been here two years. He's like, I've only been here two months. I'm like, yeah, where are you from? He's like, from Hollywood. You know, I just moved here from Los Angeles and I'm a social media influencer. And oh, I'm like, shit. really? He was like, yeah, he showed me he has a half a million followers. I'm like, so that's how you make your living, huh? He's like, yeah, I have a, you know, me and my guys have a house and we all do this. We all work, make a living off this. We all put in our rent for the house and this is what we do. So he's serious about that, what he does. And he was showing me what he's done for other businesses and other tattoo shops. So he was like, listen, you know, you do me a tattoo for free and I'll promote you and I'll build you up and I'll help you with social media. So, and I'll get you in contact with him too. So he yeah. could probably help you out with the blue box. Thing. Yeah, yeah. See if he can get you at 50K or something like yeah. that. We, we need this. We need, <laughs> I need it. You need it. So yeah, I, I'll get you a link with him and uh, maybe you can give him a, a interview and he can yeah. give you a, a shout out and probably help you out or something. Yeah, so, yeah. That'd be awesome, man. Yeah, yeah. So I think, Stuff like that. That's networking, just, man. Networking, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's what I'm just trying to do with my career and my tattooing is just networking. Uh, the music is just a hobby for right now. Like, I love music. Don't get me wrong. I think mm -hmm. I'm, I'm going to do it till I'm, I'm going to be 40 years old. My kid's still walking in the studio like, Dad, you still making music? <laughs> like, I just, like, yep. I love it. Like, even if it's just for me to listen to, I just, I like music. I like the whole thing about it. Um, but yeah, just the whole tattooing stuff. I'm just building my whole career up and trying to build my clientele because I'm still new in Florida and I'm still, I'm the walking guy mm -hmm. at the shop. So I'm the one taking, you know, a lot of emails, phone calls, everybody walking in. I'm the guy who has to do that because my two artists that are with me, my guys, they're booked. they're booked for four months, yeah. five months, six months. You know, you can't even it. get in the chair with these dudes. Like, <laughs> you can't, like, uh, they're the best. Don't get me wrong. Yeah, like, it's worth why. the wait. You yeah, can wait. for. Why. I would wait five months to get a T-Tat or a Matt. But 
a lot of people don't so they just like listen man i got 200 bucks and i want it right now like people don't wait people yeah it's like supply and demand <laughs> and same thing with music yeah you can't stop doing music for no month or two two months you can't go dry you have to be mm-hmm. consistent with your posts because since they were music you have to release a song especially when you're new at least one song a month two a month you have to you gotta or else they the stop they stop listening to yeah. you it was happening to me like when i first started i was doing shows i was going on radio station interviews i was doing music videos and i was building a consistent following until i stopped and it went dry so fast instantly instantly yeah. when i stopped it's funny I mean, how that happens huh? yeah I, I turned around 30 <laughs> days later and was like bro Everybody's like gone. there's no more listens there's no the videos are not getting viewed anymore that like what and it's like i was noticing like oh it's because i'm not engaging i'm not out there consistently Putting so if more, i'm not consistent yeah. the audience is not going to be consistent it's supply and demand like yeah. they want it now they want you to drop it they don't care about you as a person yeah. they want the music <laughs> yeah. they want the product so, so and they're gonna move on to the next artist if you don't, right? Yeah, like it's like, oh well, Drake just put out a new album. Forget he don't want to yeah. drop anyway. So forget him. We're not gonna support him no more. Yep. So I think that that is most important when doing anything is like being consistent and having that dedication. And I don't have that. Like I don't have. I'm. I'm I like so many hobbies. And I like bouncing everywhere. I don't have the consistency to just drop music every week. Yeah, I no, so, and like, you don't have to. I, and I, yeah, and I, <laughs> yeah. and I don't have to. I'm in control of it. Yeah. Like, you know, and I don't have to. I might just drop. If that's what you wanted to do, though, like full-time and make a living out of it, you... I, I could, I could. You, you could, know, I, yeah. and, and I've accumulated some, you know, a couple dollars from the distribution from only having, like, 200 listens. And, I, you know, I've seen, like, oh, shit, I only have 200 listens, and I made $2.50. Yeah. So you're telling me if I had a million views, a million listens, what that pot looked like. Yeah. Independently. So I know yeah, like with no label or anything. With no yeah. label. With no label. It's like all I need is like at least a thousand loyal fans who would at least pay ten dollars a year for your music. And that right there, you know, be like fifty thousand dollars a year. You can still make a living off that. Yeah. Off yeah. your music. And now you know? now you kinda have to have multiple sources of income too, man. Oh, you have I'm so yes. I'm so pro <laughs> multiple sources of income because if one dries out you still good. That's that millionaire talk. That's you're that. See, good. that millionaires yeah. do the same thing. They don't have. Yep. They don't put all their eggs in one basket. Nah, no way. These millionaires got a business here. They got a business there. They got business partners over here. So if one business tanks, that's why for millionaires, adult, hey, look, you want to open up a business with me? Okay, I'll give you a million dollars. If it tanks, it tanks. We still got. We still have other. Yeah. So like that's also very important to stay afloat to make sure that you don't put all your eggs in one basket. There's artists out there who do it though. I've met people who are like no, like I'll, I'm this all is what in. I'll, yeah, I'm all in. This yeah. is what I want to do. If it doesn't work, I don't have a plan B. And like okay, like I dig it. Like I said earlier, sometimes you gotta go insane. You have to be tunnel vision to really to get to that the end of the tunnel. But sometimes it's not smart neither. Like yeah. some people just don't got it, bro. Like <laughs> keep it as a hobby. Don't 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 quit school. Yeah. Don't freaking use all your savings to do this. Like just eventually, like I said, if you do something you love, the money will come. The audience will come. If you love it and you're consistent at it, everything else is gonna fall right behind it. So that's you don't secret, even worry man. about it. That's the secret is consistency. Consistency. Like that's it. Like if you're consistent, everything's gonna work out. Like I was consistent to moving here. And I tried a second time. I was consistent. I wasn't going to stop. And it, it had to work. It had it no worked. choice but yeah. to work out because I wasn't going to stop. Yeah. I wasn't going to stop until I moved here. So there you go, guys. Like you make the success that you want, man. <laughs> yeah. There you go. There you go. Consistency. That's the tool. That's the trick to anything you do, especially if you want to be good at it. You got you to gotta do it every day. You got to be consistent or you're not going to be good.
Mastery comes with, uh, what is it, 10,000 hours of working on your craft? Yeah, slow, so, it's smooth, and smooth yeah. is fast. You know, fast is smooth, smooth is fast. <laughs> so, pretty well, that's much. awesome, man. Thank you for coming on no, and, thank and telling you. your story. I appreciate yeah. it, man. This thank a great you. conversation, bro. This was great. And let's see in the next six months to a year, let's do another one, yeah. see where we're at. Let's do a follow see, up. Let's do a follow yeah. up. Let's just see where we're both at. Yeah, you know man. Yeah, I can tell you right now, in the next five years, I won't be in here. Oh, I'm gonna be in my own my own studio oh, somewhere. Oh, for sure, for sure. Oh, yeah. And I'll be right there and doing another Hell podcast. Yeah. <laughs> with you letting them know like I was one of those guys back in I his in old one. Yeah. And look where he's at now. There you go. Um, that's what I like to follow see. the journey. Yeah, for sure, for sure, man. Thanks for having me. I appreciate yeah, you. Yeah, absolutely. Where, where can people find your stuff online? Where are you? All right, so you can find my tattoo stuff on IG under Philly underscore tattoos. If you want to look at my music on IG is John Da Vinci. Also on all platforms is John Da Vinci. Um, yeah, so basically Philly underscore tattoos or John Da Vinci. You can call me John Philly, whatever. I appreciate just watching. <laughs> you know our, the audience. You know, just I'm just being me. I'm gonna call you Da Vinci. There you go, Da Vinci. <laughs> da Vinci. That works too. That works. <laughs> Awesome, man. And uh, yeah, for us, it's going to be a Blue Box podcast. We're on Instagram and on TikTok. Uh, we're, doing, we're doing pretty well on there, uh, posting little nuggets, little highlights of the, the podcast. Um, the video version of the podcast is on YouTube. Uh, you can follow along there at youtube.blueboxdigital.com. Um, we, we actually just launched the merch store. So if you want to, if you want to wear the blue box, uh, <laughs> no, I'll, I'll share that too. I'll yeah, man. Sure share you can buy too. hats, you can buy shirts. If you want to rock the blue box, uh, head over to shop.blueboxdigital.com. And we, we got a bunch of stuff on there. We just dropped the first drop. We're going to, we're going to drop a couple drops a year, uh, just to keep it fresh and keep new designs coming on there. So, um, Hell yeah, yeah, that, you have to stay consistent. There exactly. you go. See that? Consistent. People call me Mr. Consistency <laughs> with the podcast, man, because every day I'll post a new post and every week I'll post a new episode. So there you go. That's why it's working. Yeah, that's why it's working. <laughs> if you was doing this once every six months, is this would not this go anywhere. Going nowhere. It yeah. would not go nowhere. So you're doing it the right way. Keep it, keep it that way, please. <laughs> so we can continue this. Yeah. And, and yeah, I'm going to stay consistent and you guys like and subscribe. Uh, stay tuned and uh, yeah, you'll, you'll see where Blue Box is going. Oh, yeah. We're, we're going places. Fast. Fast. <laughs> well, thanks again for joining me, dude. Oh, thanks yeah. again. I appreciate you. Absolutely. Yeah, appreciate we'll, we'll see you guys next time. Thanks for watching. <laughs>